0: This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went try tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey guys, it's Lane with the Simple Passive Cashflow Podcast. Please go to the newly designed website. And also, please refer your friends to the podcast and website. It really helps us grow the show. Leave a review on iTunes too. Today's going to be just uh, me talking today. There's been a few changes in my personal life lately. And as you guys have heard the theme song about 72 times over the last 18 months, I moved from Hawaii to the U.S. mainland to go to school to get a good degree, to go get a good job. And up to this point, my life has been following a steady and linear trajectory. But today I took my own advice where I always talk about time as being your most important asset. And I'm happy to announce that I'm speaking to you from Honolulu, Hawaii, my new home base of simple passive cash flow. As a teenager growing up on a small island in the middle Pacific, I was pre-programmed to go to college on the mainland because of the cost of living in Hawaii was too high and job compensation was pretty poor. With the cost of living in Hawaii being about 10% more than Seattle or San Francisco and 20% less pay for equivalent jobs, living a comfortable life is no easy feat. I resolved never to return to Hawaii unless I was extremely well off financially. Although I'm not really there yet, I have the knowledge and the network to get me where I need to be in the next few years. So I just said, screw it, and I said, here we go. Looking back on my last 10 years, my path going from a wide-eyed college student, living away from my family for the first time in Seattle, and graduating from engineering school, And starting that first job, which I, you know, I always talk about as being a horrible job where I traveled all the time. I'm a little dumbfounded at how all that work through the traditional education system only prepared me for a life as a worker bee to save money and hopefully have enough after I gave away all that time during a 40-year career. But I do look back with gratitude since it set me up with the means to save for down payments on investments. And now I truly savor the freedom That I will have when I fire the boss and have time to work on things that are truly worthwhile. Which currently is expanding Simple Passive cash flow to help others get out of the rat race. I want to inspire others to burn the bolts to do what you want, where you want, and with whom you want. Whether it's buying your first rental, quitting your crappy job, getting away from a bad boss, starting a family, or just telling your mother-in-law to shut up. Or going into multifamily syndication or something else cooler. So here are ten main reasons for my return to Hawaii, and I hope you can find similarities in your own journey. Number one, it's a seller's market. I don't see many deals out in the market worthy of investing in these days. In fact, I can't find many that will make any money. I don't believe in rent trends continuing upward and underwriting those type of deals like that. In my mind, that's called speculation. Hawaii is a great place to hide out and chill. Knowing when to hold 'em and when to fold 'em is half the battle. Number two. Environmental matters. I used to live in a really affluent area in Kirkland, Washington, and my Mercedes was seriously the crappiest car on the block. Homes are filled with babysitters watching their kids as their parents play bejeweled on their iPhones. I just don't feel like I fit in. Seattle also gets dark at 3.30 p.m. in the Seattle winter, and I dislike being cold all of the time. Talk about Kurt Cobain, shoot yourself in the head times. When I got smart and sold my primary residence to start investing in investments that actually made sense, woo! I needed a place to diversify quickly as opposed to some money market or some high reward checking account. Let's face it, turnkey rentals are cool and some vacations are great, but they don't come around often. I stumbled upon the American Homeowner Preservation Fund. The owner, George Newmary, once apartment syndicator too, is now sponsoring the podcast. His fund cuts the middleman out to crowdfund the solution to the mortgage crisis in America. They empower you to fund the purchase of distressed mortgages and earn returns that smoke any other passive fund. If you find something else better out there, let me know. Oh yeah, they work with families to keep them in their home after buying the underwater note at a huge discount. It's an opportunity to make an impact on families and communities while earning returns. Start investing with as little as hundred bucks in investinahp.com. If you want the free Burn Zone book, please send me an email at lane at simplepassivecashflow.com. Number three, embrace minimalism. My friend F.I. Fighter took the path of extreme financial independence to race to a point where he became financially independent where his income exceeded his expenses. At that point, the plan is to escape the rat race, which not only includes your job, but the environment that contributes to lifestyle creep. On paper, Hawaii is one of the most, if not the most expensive state to live in, as evident with the medium home cost of $800,000 and a $8 gallon of milk price tag. The truth is, in order to survive, Hawaii's locals need to live frugally in multi-generation households and the housing stock or amenities in each home is much lower quality. So, for example, like a B-tenant lives in a C-building by U.S. mainland standards. But it's the price of paradise. From time to time, we need to go back to the basics and keep it simple. Number 4. A Unique Opportunity one of my main goals is to create an investor network in Hawaii. People in Hawaii are very fiscally conservative and there's a lot of generational wealth passed on to younger generations who just go and spend it like a bunch of junk and sailors. This creates a complex problem for people who have money and don't know how to fish or are living in scarcity mode all the time with all this money. My hope is to leverage the talents of others to create a nonprofit financial education group based on the philanthropy of those who I will liberate from the rat race. The best companies are built on the foundations of culture, and this is something I know everybody that comes to this website strongly believes in. If you are interested, please reach out. Number five, technology bridges oceans. Some will say that I need to be close to action, but I feel technology allows me to be everywhere at once. I travel to Texas and Atlanta a lot. There are major airport hubs which offer direct flights to Honolulu. So if you guys go to the About Me tab on the website, I still have that Google document a bunch of cheap-ass ideas. And this is another one of them. My plan is to take the red-eye going from Honolulu to Dallas or Atlanta. And this avoids paying a hotel that day because the flight is about 8 hours. And that's about a perfect 8-hour sleep cycle. Number 6. Serve the people of Hawaii. So you might be asking, why am I still working? So check out this previous talk I gave when I explained why you should not quit your job. It's on my YouTube channel. I'll be honest. Although I work a few hours a day on simple passive cash flow and a bunch of time on the weekend. And I also do my multifamily syndications too. I don't have enough work to keep me busy all the time. I recently interviewed for a job and I told them that all I was looking for to work with a good bunch of people and for those who treated me fairly and treated me with respect. For the past few years, I only worked for non-private entities because I thought that at least where you have one of those busy or hard days at work, at least your extra efforts went to the benefit of people and not to a corporate entity. And now it's great to say that most of my work benefits the place I grew up, which is Hoi. But now, don't get me wrong here, I still don't really enjoy the work I do. I don't call it ikigai or the alignment of these four items, which is what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs, and for what you can be paid for. And I got this cool Venn diagram on the website in the show notes for this podcast. Number seven, passion plus lifestyle equals happiness. So Tom Corley from Rich Habits identifies two ways self-made millionaires rose from poverty or the middle class. Either you live below your means and wisely invest your savings, or you pursue something that you're passionate about and you hit that residence frequency I keep talking about, which a lot of us feel it like when we're brushing our sonic hair toothbrushes in the morning. But I am achieving the best of both worlds. Yes, Hawaii is more expensive on paper. It is easier to live a simple life and not get cut up in the perpetual pissing contest that many working professionals subconsciously partake in. Number eight, retirement is a state of being. People wear Hawaiian shirts on vacation to feel relaxed. Why not make every day feel like that? I am nowhere where I want to be financially, but on my way. I know where I'm going and I'm going to get there pretty soon. And I want my everyday life to feel like an indefinite vacation. Number nine, live in the moment. But life's short. Pull your head out of your butt before the years fly by. Don't you see those Facebook memory posts saying that seven years ago you did this? Where did the years go by? Remember, the day is long and the years are short. Get up and get some and wake up, kick ass, and repeat. And lastly, number 10. Now you guys aren't going to be able to see this on the podcast, so you can go to the Simple Passive Casual YouTube channel. The links are in the show notes on the website but I have a time-lapse of Alani Kai sunrise from my new home, Hawaii. And P.S., you guys are probably going to hear me talking a lot more pigeon on these podcasts since you are the people you hang out with most. Aloha. Bye.